podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to your team news ahead of game week 36. I'm joined by the mighty Neil Rigg. How are you, Neil? Not too bad, as yeah. Hopefully I'm sounding a lot better this week because I've got a new flashy microphone. You've been upgraded, haven't you? I have. After (laughs) four years, I've been deemed worthy of a better microphone. Well, I um, I wanted to upgrade you, and your old one was wasn't working too well, and you were like, "No, it's okay, I'll fix it." Yeah. You did a bit of DIY, didn't you, to get it classic, working? Classic Northern <laughs> stinginess. Yeah, I will not throw something away unless it's absolutely knackered. But, um, but yeah, it, yeah, it was. <laughs> so next, the next thing's the internet connection. Let's hope that holds up. Yeah, we're, we're getting you there. We're, we're dragging you to like the the, the, <laughs> the technological <laughs> advancement yeah. stage. Um, but yeah, hopefully you sound good. Hopefully everyone can hear you well. Uh, I think you sound much better my end. So that's all good. Um, right, we've got a big old double game week to talk about. This is the most important stream of the week. It's knowing who's fit and who isn't. Uh, looking at some kind of... Uh, we're trying to get a, a guess on who's going to play in some of the games uh, as well. You've got your work cut out for you, as always, uh, with some of that stuff. Let's start with a game that has very little FPL interest this week, which is Brentford versus Southampton. What's the latest? <laughs> I, I forgot we did things chronologically, and I was not expecting that to be the first one. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Brentford, uh, yeah, because it's a Saturday, 3 o'clock, one um, thirty deadline, isn't it, for, for the 3 p.m. games? Very mm, unusual. They were lying. So yeah, Brentford. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Brentford are, um, as you were, I think, so um, we did have... Uh, suggestion that Pinnock and Sergi Canos could be back for this one, but they're not. They're going to be in contention for 37 instead. Uh, Zanka and Onyeka, we think, are for the season. And uh, Godos could be back. I think he's got his protective boot off. But I'll uh, move swiftly on because I I suspect no one will be interested in Brentford. North Southampton, very quiet on the team news front for those as well because it's only Tino Livermento who is out and he's out for the rest of the year. Big week for me now. I've finally got rid of Che Adams. Have you? Have. Oh, he's he's the one who's been. Yeah, there's always someone. Uh, I saw someone like um, Amanda Bright or a cockroach. You know, someone in your team who you just cannot get cannot rid of. Get rid of no. Every every time you think you're, you're going to sell them, then something else comes along. I've got I've had a few of those before my yeah. wild card. It's hard with the forwards as well because there's so few options to yeah. go to. Yeah. You look at like the seven million yeah. mark and you think there's got to be someone and there isn't. <laughs> but I have it's managed. It's been grim, hasn't it? It's been a very it grim has. season for forwards. It sure has. Yep. Uh, okay, next game is Burnley versus Villa. A bit more interest in this one. Maybe more so in yeah. Burnley next, next week. But Villa certainly are, yeah. are attracting some attention. What have, what have you got for me? Big news actually from, from Villa for bench boosters particularly. Yeah, yeah, this was uh, this was this morning, Stephen Gerrard facing the media, and it concerns Jacob Ramsey, who is certainly was one of the more popular um, budget midfield options. I guess still is. I know he's kind of his ownership's been into by Gordon and uh, Dewsbury Hall, but still still a semi popular option, especially for these back to back doubles. And he is a big doubt according to Gerrard. He has um, I've seen a groin issue reported. I don't think uh, Gerrard mentioned it. Um, particularly, but I've seen that reported elsewhere. So as things stand, according to Gerard, um, he's a big doubt. Now, what I would say is that he previously, only about a fortnight ago, <laughs> said that Luca Dinia was uh, an outside bet for finish, featuring again in this season. And lo and behold, he started in game week 35. So um, perhaps perhaps he, he gets back for, for um, one of the two game week 36 fixtures, maybe even game week 37 as well. Or maybe he's just hoodwinking the all of us again with um, 
a slightly uh, economic, more economical worth of juice update on Ramsey, and he might be fine. But we have to take him at his word. And when he says he's a big doubt, the flag sort of um, reflects that. I think he's 25% now. Um, but just be aware of Gerard's previous fall, given this kind of unreliable team news bulletins. That probably doesn't help you much if you're Ramsey on it, because you either want him or you don't. Mm. Um, and you can't be going into a double with that kind of uh, uncertainty. So um, I suspect people will probably sell him off the bat of that if they're relying on him for 36. If you've got him for 37 um, and you're happy not to go without him this week, then maybe you hang on for him, hang on to him for a bit. Just see what Gerard says next week. So, um, but yeah, he's he's a major doubt. He's as I said, 25% flagged, and they've also got Bailey out who came off last weekend with an ankle problem. He is out, nothing serious, but he'll miss the Burnley game. Courtney House is still out as well, but um, fine. Other than that, he's going to become your least favourite manager soon, isn't he, Gerard? With yeah, he's got lies, lies, slippiness about him. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's slipped seamlessly into the. The Premier League press conference mode of giving us sort of yeah two faced information, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's become one of my least trusted managers now. Oh dear. Uh, what about Mike Jackson? I won't make any puns this week either. What's he saying <laughs> about his Burnley side? Yep, I think he was yesterday. So there's always the risk that something can happen in the interim. But they're still without me, Goodmanson, and Westwood. Um, the rest of them, they're all sort of in contention. Eric Peters is back on the grass. He's been training all week, so he should be involved. Maxwell Corney, I think, joined in on Thursday. So he's a possibility as well. Uh, Giro Rodriguez is the, I see the big one, but he is in one or two teams as a, as a budget strike. I know he's in Tom Freeman's, our colleague, um, or was anyway. Uh, and he's been playing regularly for Burnley ever since uh, Wood left. But he has got a hamstring problem. He was taken out of the lineup last weekend after complaining of tightness in the warm-up. It was said to be a precautionary measure. But he hasn't trained, I think, as of Thursday. And um, there's obviously a bit of doubt around his involvement against Villa. So I um, can't offer you anything concrete on him, but he's, he looks the um, probably the most at risk out of the three. I've just mentioned Peters, Corny and, and mm. Rodriguez. Doing well. Um, you know, Mike Jackson and, and Ben Mee, aren't they? Pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. Um... Yeah, I'm... They've got a double coming up on the end, thirty-seven. So um, I'm on a free hit, and I might be, I might be re- revisiting a certain Dutch beanpole up top. <laughs> we'll see how this week goes. I mean, he got hooked last weekend off, uh, I think, off the less than an hour. So um, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm, I guess Mike Jackson will, you know, want to be starting something next season. Oh yeah, okay. I knew he couldn't resist it. <laughs> that one lined up uh Chelsea <laughs> and Wolves next uh Chelsea yeah we're all all waiting um for your predicted lineups uh we think probably stronger for the first game right? yeah against Wolves and then who knows who's going to play in that in that Leeds game but what do we know what players are, are out yeah funnily enough I think the lineups for this weekend might be slightly easier and I see a slightly than they were last weekend when I think it was a bit more uncertainty and certainly the midweek round for Chelsea is, is going to be a free-for-all but going into the Wolves game, they are down four players. They're without uh, Chilwell and Hudson Adoy, who've both been out for a while, and a central midfield duo of uh, Jorginho and Canty as well. I don't think it's serious in Canty's case. I think it was just a minor knock. But this one comes too soon. So there's a chance they could be back for, for the Leeds game and then the FA Cup final after that. But that, those are the only four 
uh, names listed by uh, Tuchel this afternoon. He did say something about um, Lukaku might start. I've just belatedly read that. Um, so oh we're in a, it's it's deja vu for Havertz owners who who probably thought he would be benched last weekend against Everton, given this quick turnaround, and now we've got this quote from Tuchel today suggesting that Lukaku's got a chance of starting against Wolves. Their hundred million pound signing has got a chance of starting. So <laughs> yeah, remarkable, well, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, what would your advice I mean, be? It's, it's, it's just goes to show, no, it just goes to show. I mean, we 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 jump on forwards whenever they arrive in the Premier League, thinking they're gonna thinking this one's gonna be different. You know, Lukaku had after the back of a great season in there, think he's he's gonna be different from the likes of Werner, um, you know, people who flopped before. And then they have this mm-hmm. adjustment period again where some of them just cannot handle I think with Lukaku it's the pressing I think perhaps he's, he's just not used to that um energy from the front but uh yeah he's here we are I mean he's probably going to be have to stay because of Chelsea's transfer situation and he may he may be with us again next season but hmm. yeah what, what a what a fall from grace um so yeah I mean I've, I'm in a position where I need to be deciding whether or not to keep um I've got Mount and Alonso as my Chelsea reps going into game 36 I'm keeping Alonso because I think he can do damage in one game spectacularly um even if you're just given see 110 minutes across the two at best uh, and i've got 38 to think of as well mount i'm not quite so sure on because i've i could go down to kulosevsky and get a guaranteed well i say a guaranteed a likely two starts from him versus maybe one from mount so yeah that's that's my that is my main dilemma this week because i well carded in 30 uh, five or thirty-four. So I am well set up for this double. It's just that one yeah. position where I'm, I'm not sure about. Oh, that's such an annoying team, Chelsea, with that final because yeah. the fixtures are so good between now and the end of the season, and it almost feels like a don't buy, don't sell, but also yeah, may, maybe sell <laughs> if you've got like some some of their some of their options. Havertz is being sold by quite a few. I've seen. I think if you've got three, I think you'd probably get rid of at least one of them for this. I think because you, mm. you know that you're not going to get six matches out of, of three doubles. I think you're probably going to get maybe four at best. Um, so you pro- maybe if you if you've tripled up on them, you perhaps get rid of one of them. But I'm all, like I say, I'm all for keeping Alonso because I think he can still do damage even if he gets two starts between now and the rest of the yep. season. Yep. Uh, other team, well, the team they're playing is is Wolves. They're probably the the least invested in double game week team. Mm, maybe yeah. not. I mean, at least at least no one's got Puki. I don't think anyone's buying any, any yeah. Wolves players. I've got Huang rooted to my to my bench <laughs> uh, this week. Anything of of interest from from their camp? Not particularly. I think Kilman and Samiedo look like they're out for the season. Um, Daniel Pedence is back in training, so he'll be assessed. But um, nothing nothing new. Really. The best the the, uh, the most significant team news is the fact that the manager is not going to be in the dugout this weekend because he's got mm. he got COVID. Oh right, has he? Mm-hmm. Sympathise. I'm still not f- completely. Oh yeah. I'm still not completely over it. You know, it's been three weeks now. It's nasty, nasty virus. Who would have thought? Uh, game week 39 starts looking less and less likely. Oh god, I know. We're, we're doing a, a training match next week as well, and god, I'm dreading. It. I haven't done any any exercise <laughs> or anything in ages. So if I get through that, then it'll be a it'll be a small miracle, I think. Um, Palace next. They've got a double in 37, but a good game in 36 uh, as well against Watford. Um, Nathan Ferguson, our boy, mentioned again by by Patrick Vieira. He's a myth. He is. He's not going to feature again this season. Surprise, surprise. He's going to concentrate on training and then getting a full pre-season under his belt, which is exactly what Hodgson said about 12 months ago. But he's the only one who's not been involved in, in training. So that is uh, short and sweet team news from It'll Palace. It'll be five million next, next season. 
Yeah, <laughs> based on his exploits <laughs> in his in his game time this time. Yeah, um, there was a quote incidentally from Vieira about uh, Zaha playing through the middle. Um, uh, not necessarily this weekend, but he says in the future he's trying to convince him that he's he's a good option there. So um, don't be surprised if that happens against Watford. As for Watford themselves, and they have got a double. Uh, they are. It's pretty straightforward, really. Kuchu is the only one who's definitely out. He's uh, back in training, even. He's on the grass. He won't be involved against Palace, but um, thereafter, I suppose he could come back into contention. And Cathcart and Cleverly have been back in training this week after their respective problems, so all quiet on the on the Watford front. Yeah, again, not a huge amount of investment in them. Maybe Dennis, I guess, is getting a little bit of yeah. attention, but yeah, not not a huge amount. Hernandez was going to be one of my bench boost options. I was quite annoyed when he got... He got injured because he was like the only five-ish million midfielder um, striker kind of playing. But, yeah, yeah, if only he was, he was like one one week ahead of his recovery because I think he's down to four point nine now. So he's he would have been great for for this week. Yep. Uh, my boys next Brighton uh, against United. Good performance from United against Brentford for a mm-hmm. change. Yeah, uh, but good performance from us um, as well. Yeah, uh, against mm-hmm. Wolves. Yeah, very good. I mean, I think both managers were seeing it was possibly one of the performances of the season. From their respective games, both 3-0 wins. So you would think changes at a premium this weekend. Um, Brighton, I think it's as you were. So uh, Sarmiento still out. Uh, Mode is, of course, a long-term one. And I think that's... Oh, yeah, Mwepu's Mwe- 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 been added to that. Mm. Yeah, he came off last weekend with uh, a groin injury. And that is expected to, to finish his season. But I think outside of those three, that is it. United, uh, they've got Maguire back, so I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. Um, Wan <laughs> has been back in training as well, uh, so those two are potentially in contention. Uh, out though are um, Rashford, who's got bronchitis. Uh, Pogba and Shaw, we already knew about their fighting a battle to be back for 38 at best. Same with Sancho, I think, as well, with his tonsillitis. I think he's um, in a race against time for the final game of the season. Eric Bai is, is a fresh one as well. He came off uh, the training ground this morning with a back issue, so he's a doubt, but probably wouldn't have featured anyway. Yep. Uh, we are halfway through the stream. If you're enjoying uh, this and listening to to Neil, uh, please like the stream. Uh, drop us a comment as well if you're enjoying it. If you're listening on the podcast version, uh, we appreciate all the reviews and stuff that you can leave for us on whatever platform that you're listening to. But yes, we we appreciate. It. I won't ask you to do a little speech this time, Neil, like you sometimes do. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do appreciate all the um all the feedback. We do. We do. We do. Uh, Liverpool Spurs next. Big, big game for both teams. Really big game. Uh, looking forward to this one. Um, Liverpool, uh, you know, through to the Champions League final. Who's the hell's going to play for them? I mean, this this is the decide. I mean, there's people considering the likes of Diaz and Jota and yeah. question marks about Robertson, given that he hasn't had a rest yet. Tricky yeah. one. What do you reckon? Well, you never know a club because of of what he's what he did last weekend. I think he defied most of our predictions by rotating quite heavily against against Newcastle team who who did actually pose them, I see, pose them problems. Made it difficult. They didn't, mm. didn't have that many chances in Newcastle, but it was a close close-ish game. Um, but they got through it with with all those changes. So there is always a chance he could do it against Spurs. I think if I was a betting man, I would put more money on on whatever breathers he has in mind happening against Villa. Um, because is it, what is it? It's Tuesday, Saturday turnaround for Spurs. That it, it's a tougher game. Um, so I think he'll go full strength with this, and that includes Diaz coming in. I think mm. uh, off the bat of his midweek performance, he was excellent when he came on, and, and obviously Jota was the full guy. And that might be the case again this weekend. 
Um, so yeah, the two who are probably most at risk um, are Robertson and Mane, I, I would suggest, because they've started, I think, six in a row now. And it's been twice a week, every week for a while. So they, yeah, if they start this one, or both start this one, this, this will be seven games in a row they've started. So I would, I would not be surprised if one or both of those got subsequently rested against Villa. Um, and Klopp sort of hinted that he was he was thinking about resting Robertson last weekend. He mentioned that um, if he had done that, that would have been I think three quarters of the backline changing. Uh, with um, uh, obviously Gomez came in for for Alexander Arnold, and then Matip had come back in for Canati after after Europe. So he decided against that in the end. But he, he it could that could be around the corner. And the same with Mane. But um, this weekend, and I'm not sure if you've got me predicted lineup, but I do think it'll be. Um, as full strength as you, as you can go yeah. think, against Spurs. Yeah, that's it. You've got Alisson, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Salamane, Diaz, which I imagine is or will be the team that plays in the FA Cup final. Maybe one yeah. one change. It's interesting yeah, with, with, with Jota, because, I mean, he was subbed, but Marley. Klopp did make the point of kind of saying, it's not his fault, don't blame him for yeah. it. Mark's convinced he starts and, and he's going to bring him in, I think. Um, he won't be happy listening to you saying he's a he's not going to play yeah. this one. He'll start. He'll I would put money on him starting um, at least one of the games. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. And um, outside of Salah, that could possibly be the case for for any of the attacking options. Because um, Firmino, as I segue straight into the team, is Firmino is is back on the training ground. He's he might not feature against Spurs, but he's um, Klopp says instead he might train this weekend and then be ready for Tuesday. Mm. Against Villa, so there's a chance he eats into the minutes as well. So there's there's five from th- there's five spots, so five players trying to compete for three spots, and that's not even including Origi and Minamino. So um, yeah, there's, there's jeopardy with with Liverpool and City attackers, but you, you can go off previous minutes and and recent rests and be fairly confident with Salah. I think. Yep, uh, and how about Spurs? Because if they win this, they're really knocking on the door of that top four going into the going to the dar- into the North London derby. Well, I think it could be finished if if Spurs lose this and then lose to Arsenal, and mm. Arsenal obviously beat Leeds. I think it'll, it'll be pretty much it done. So uh, all of a sudden, this neck and neck race could be could be completely finished. But yeah, Spurs. Um, I don't think anything's changed. Reguilon's still out with that groin discomfort um, and the, the, the season-long absentees, Tanganga, Skip and, and Dottery are obviously all still out as well, but nothing new. Um, again, team news-wise, it's been very, very settled. I mean, there's only been the two wing-backs changing until last weekend when Kulusevski got benched, but he did so much on on that in that cameo appearance that we would assume he's just come and come straight back in for, for Lucas here. Excellent. Moving over to the other top four contenders, which is Arsenal. Uh, they're playing Leeds. Um, yeah, some mix. Well, we don't really know. A lot of people, again, another bench boost option, uh, which is Ben White, yeah. who a lot of people are holding mm-hmm. on, on for. We're not totally sure if he's going to make it, are we? No, I think he'll be back for the North London derby. But the update was from Arteta that he's in contention. But... That's he's so got vague, to tomorrow. It? Such a vague yeah, <laughs> and we've we've seen from before with Arteta when he says Tommy was like near in a return, and it, and it took months. I don't think that's the case with White, but um, I think he's been again a bit economical with the truth. I would not be surprised if they saved him for the for the Spurs game, uh, and instead played Holden this weekend mm. against Leeds. So I think they could do. 
Um, but it's not, it doesn't sound too serious. It's hamstring tightness. That's what caused him to miss out last weekend. Holden played very well as well. And um, as I say, Arteta said that he has to train tomorrow to be available for the game. So um, I guess with the deadline being 130, maybe we can look out for uh, training ground images before then. See if you can, you can uh, get anything. But there's still an element of doubt with White. The good news is elsewhere that everyone's everyone else is fine. So apart from, of course, Tierney and Party who are out for the season, it looks like. But Saka and, and Tommy Asu came off last weekend, but they were only suffering from, I think, cramp and fatigue, respectively. So they are okay. Yep. Uh, and how about Leeds? Leeds, uh, yeah. I've been watching Jesse Marsh's presser and they are without Dallas now for a long time because he got stretched off last weekend, as we saw, and then he's going to be out for... Uh, I think the best part of this year. Somerville's still out, Roberts, and Forshaw as well for the season. Bamford's back on the grass, but it sounds like uh, not involved this weekend. I think Jesse Marsh was talking about him um, doing ball work, which is some distance from full team training. So um, he could still feature between now and 38. Cooper should be fine as well. Uh, Liam Cooper, who missed out last weekend after pulling out in the warm-up with some discomfort in his knee, but uh, Marsh says he's trained and he, he looks looks fine, so he should be back for this one they need points they're getting dragged into it yeah Good time yeah they're all they're all in decent form like Leeds Everton and Burnley they're all picking up points um I'm, I'm not sure 40 points is completely safe there's like a cluster of teams like Southampton and Brentford and possibly Villa who are all on 40 as well which might mm. not be might not be safe but um yeah Leeds if I put again if I put money on any of them going down I think probably it'll be Leeds right now it's crazy, isn't it, how that's turned around? Because we mm. all thought they were completely safe, and it's, it's yeah. been Burnley just getting all these points, and then Everton beating Chelsea. I mean, yeah. if Everton had if Everton had lost that Chelsea game, then you'd almost think they were they were finished. But such a big win for them. Yeah, Leeds Leeds have got. I think Leeds have got the marginally the trickier running. We've got Chelsea this weekend. We, um, sorry, Arsenal this weekend, and then Chelsea, um, yeah. and then it's Brighton and Brentford. I mean, Brighton and Brentford on the day are decent teams. You just never know what which version of those are going to turn up but um, perhaps that FA Cup final might actually help Leeds because mm. uh, obviously it'll be Chelsea three days before before they're yep. at Wembley yep uh, okay team with not much to play for now after getting knocked out of Europe last night this is where yeah you really earn your money trying to predict who Rogers is going to select even you know even if yeah. they're out of Europe now it's it's so difficult to know who, who's going to play um yeah, we saw some players returning last night that that were that were doubts that have, have come back in. He changed system halfway through the match as well. Took Barnes and Lookman off. Kind of went with no yeah. wingers. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't heard Stephen um, Grace is that we haven't heard from Rogers yet. He was the last one off the rank. He was meant to be doing a, I think a one-on-one interview with uh, Premier League Productions rather than a press conference based off last night. And it was meant to be for three o'clock, which is, of course, the time we came on air. So I've not seen anything yet. Um, there's nothing on the website yet. There's nothing on BBC Radio Leicester either. So I don't think anything's come out yet. Uh, injury-wise, it's just Ndidi and Bertrand, I think, who, who are out. And we saw, yeah, we saw Madison and Dewsbury Hall back. They were past fit ahead of this game last night against Roma. And they both played. They both started. Uh, Dewsbury Hall coming off slightly earlier than Madison. But... Um, uh, yeah, it's a tough one because now there is no uh, sideshow distraction. There's no nothing to save players for, but fatigue could still be a problem this weekend. Um, 
beyond that, you'll see less rotation, I'm sure, for the running. But this weekend could still be a case of management with, with fatigue. Um, West Ham, I think, will probably send up a... We'll come on to West Ham in a bit. I think they'll maybe send out a stronger team than, than mm. Leicester, perhaps, because they are still in the, in the mix for European contention. Uh, there may be two or three changes, but I think it'll still be pretty strong. Leicester, I'm, I'm still sort of in the dark with and I have to do a bit more research, but uh, he'll still want to protect the likes of Evans and Fafana from the risk of re-injury after their recent comebacks. But I don't think... I think that the, the rotation won't be as wholesale as it has been. And we've seen a couple of games where he's done eight changes, I think, possibly nine. Um, and I reckon that might start winding down now, like a handful each game. But as yeah, the predicted lineup will probably be one of the last things to do, I think, today, because I am that's probably the one I'm least confident of out of all of them. Even uh, even factoring in City and Chelsea, I think Leicester's you, you sort of throw a blanket over them really. I mean, at least with West Ham, you kind of know who the first choice eleven is. Whereas yeah, they've not got much depth. Yeah, they've no. not got a great deal of depth. West Ham. I mean, they've, they've, he's been so reluctant to use the likes of uh, Alex Kral and, and Yarmolenko and um, Vlasic even as well. Uh, so you, you know roughly what the core of that team is going to be, and they're, of course are down. They've been down a few centre halves, um, but yeah, Leicester's they've got two defences that they could easily put out, separate defences. They've got, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they changed formations within games, as you just said there. So it could be any number of things. Yeah. I at mean, least at least you're going to get, at least I think you're probably going to get maybe three starts out of your Leicester assets over the next two double game weeks because they've got back-to-back doubled. And you, you'd, hope, you'd hope for like three starts and just accept that a bench is going to come along the way. Yeah, I mean, I've sold Barnes. I'm, I'm not convinced he gets, I'm not convinced he gets three starts. I just don't think he's in, he's so Bar- out of form. Well, yeah, Barnes is the. I think I'm talking sort of Madison and Dewsbury Hall because yeah. they're part, definitely yeah. part of the first eleven. Barnes is not. You just do not know where Barnes stands or Rogers on a week to week basis. So I think that was a wise move. I was. I mean, I was surprised when he started the the Roma game, and then yeah. by all accounts he was shocking in that. I had awful first touch, and then subbed at half time. Yeah. Like <laughs> I just, yeah, he's he's just not worth that. Day. Just just a quick one on Leicester. I mean, if they if they win their two games in hand on West Ham, if they are looking for yeah. European football, they'll be on forty eight yeah. points. West Ham on 52. So they then have to make up four points in three games. Well, West Ham's got Man City as well, so you'd think yeah. they'd, they'd lose points there. So it's not... It's, it's not out of the question, but... It's an outside play, isn't it? But it's... Yeah. They have to yeah. win all their games and then hope West Ham slip up twice, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which is a long, it's a long shot. Absolutely. Um, what about Everton then? Everton are obviously a team getting loads of investment. I mean, I was saying to Sam yeah. earlier, uh, I asked if Richarlison is essential uh, going into the week. Uh, obviously, he's had this smoke grenade flare sort of thing hanging over him. Um, we've kind of established that he's not going to be banned for that, at least not by the not by the weekend. Did you say the police are looking into it, which might extend it further or something like that? Yeah, that strangely enough, that might help um, his availability because the when the police are investigating, the FA uh, probe gets suspended as a result and the police take over. I don't think, I think what you'll probably see is um, something small will come out of this in the summer. You might get like a, a 250 grand fine or something like that. Mm. Um, oh, just, just a 250 grand fine. Yeah. It's been now for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My lifetime earnings probably, but yeah, he'll, he'll, um, he'll, I do, that, do you, given how long it takes, like, police investigations, I don't think it'll be, certainly not for 36. Um, and I think it'll be a slap on the wrist and a hefty hefty fine rather than a, rather than a ban. But we'll see. Don't quote me on that. 
he there's a there's an injury update on Richarlison as well. Just when we thought you're out of the out of the woods. Um, so yes, last week he came off, and Lampard confirmed after the game that it was cramp that forced him off. However, today he said that he's still been affected somewhat by the um, the knock to his ankle that he took in the Merseyside derby, which was I think two weeks ago. Now he played through that against Chelsea, which suggests it's not too bad, not hampering his movement too much. And Lampard did go on to say that hopefully he'll be fine. So. As a matter of course, and, and, and FPL have to do this, they, whenever there's a, an element of doubt, there's a 75% flag. But judging by the comments and the fact that he played through it last weekend, I don't think he's mm. I don't think he's in danger of missing out here. Yep, that's good. Any other things to worry about? Gordon's obviously being yeah, bought. Well, yeah, one or, two, one or two updates. Nothing nothing too serious from an FPL perspective. Um, they've got uh, Andre Gomez back again. He'll, he'll not start. Um, Donny van der Beek's out, uh, still out. So is Godfrey, Patterson, and Townsend. I guess Godfrey's interesting if you've got Holgate, because Holgate's one of the cheapest starting defenders at the moment, and he might be in a few bench boosts. Uh, there's still a rotation risk there with Michael Keane if he goes to a, a back two. Um, so I couldn't tell you for, for certain whether Holgate's going to start both 36 matches and both 37 games because Mina's back and Mina is their best centre half. Mm. Um, and he makes such a difference to uh, to their clean sheet potential. But um, so just as for Calvert Lewin's back, obviously he was back uh, last week on the bench, didn't come on, which suggests he's not he's not quite fully match sharp yet. And I, I think it'll probably be more substitute duty for him at first as well. Yep, I mean it's an interesting one actually because because you had Rogers after that game yesterday saying how bad they are at set pieces basically. And yeah, how they can't address it. They can't work out what's wrong. Yeah. Then you've got someone like Mina, who's like an absolute colossus at set plays, and Gordon's got a good delivery. I, so I put him on my scout squad as a result. I did have Michael Lenko mm. until the, the last moment, and then I, I sort of I did look at that, and I saw the um, they, they've got the worst tally for conceding chances this season from set players, Leicester. And even though the last six are still bad, and they conceded last night from a corner. So, yeah, not a bad shout. There's always one low-key centre-half who comes out of a double game with a massive score. Um, so it could be could be Mina. Could it be Mina? Or he'll get injured in the first game and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always one of the two. Uh, Norwich next. Pookie, I guess, is the only one to really mention, but you can cover off some of the other players if you if you like. Yeah, nothing on him from uh, Smith, other than the hope that he'll be here next season. They're hoping to keep him in the championship. Injury wise, uh, McLean, uh, Kenny McLean, and and Josh Sargent are out for the season, along with uh, Kabak. Adam Ida and Omar Bamadili. Zimmerman's out with a groin problem as well. So um, six down. Smith says they've still got ambition to not finish bottom. Uh, and obviously they want some momentum going into the next season. But um, you're never quite sure, as I mentioned this week, whether a relegation is going to liberate a team or mm. deflate them. Because um, I remember we we beat Spurs in the final game. Do you remember that? 5-1 a couple yeah, of years ago? Yeah, 5 I do remember. A long time ago now. Suzuki yeah. was... On fire, uh, so you never quite know what you're going to, what reaction you're going to get. But um, Pookie will, will feature in. He's in my team on my bench boost, and um, they haven't really got anyone else to rotate with because I think Sergeant's out now and Adam Eder's out. So I still think, even though they've got no to play for, um, he probably gets back to back starts. Yep, uh, and then West Ham, who just just lost, you know, and red yeah. card for for Creswell. Uh, you know, big shame for them not not being able to make it to the final. 
I, I mean, I guess they they this this game's tougher to predict, but then I guess they're kind of like you said, full strength going forward to to try and preserve that European spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got they've only got I think they haven't got any double game weeks left. They've no, got they um, three, so that every week there's a seven day rest period. So I would I would be more confident that you'll see a stronger West Ham team than, than Leicester. Injury wise, uh, Moyes just reporting knocks and niggles from from Frankfurt, but he says everyone's fine. Uh, um, Ogbonna is the only one out. So, um, so yeah, we saw we saw for example Lanzini and Cresswell come off early last night for, for different reasons. Um, Antonio had a bench in last weekend, so did Suchek. Um, Dawson and Zuma have kind of got a start by default because of the light alternative. So you've got like the core of a team there who um, who will probably play again, and then there might be some sort of frills around that, like maybe Ben Rama or um, uh, Vlasic or someone coming in for a start, but. Uh, I still think we'll. I think we'll probably go. Um, and Moyes was saying that he says they want to, they want to qualify for Europe again. So it's in his best interest to get a result. Yep. And finally, it's City versus your boys. City, what a game uh, against Madrid. Of course, now that's kind of all subsided. No one cares about that anymore. All anyone cares about is who the hell's going to play uh, for Man City going forward. Particularly this game because De Bruyne is is obviously. Uh, being bought by a lot of people on free hits are looking at him and, you know, people looking at minus eight to, to kind of get him. What do we know about him? Well, we know that his substitution was was tactical, um, even if those tactics were disastrous. <laughs> uh, in midweek, he came off against Madrid on Wednesday, but he hadn't looked himself and uh, there was obviously speculation mounting that he was carrying something and he has been playing through what Guardiola had previously said were, was it disturbing niggles or something? Disturbing We made it sound worse. Yeah, made it sound worse than it actually was. Um, but he himself said he was fine before the Madrid game, and then Pep's just been in, in the last couple of hours saying that the um, midweek substitution was just a tactical thing. Um, he didn't really give much beyond that. Um, so Walker obviously came off again. Um, so we don't know if that's a recurrence of the ankle problem. Stones was missing as well. Um, Laporte, we saw reports that he was sort of clutching at his groin. I don't think we had anything from Pep today. I know, uh, I think um, Ben Dinnery mentioned Camp, but I haven't seen that like, confirmed anywhere. That might just be speculation, but um, we might get something more from the embargo section tonight, if, that's it, if that is when it happens. Um, hopefully that is the case. There will be an embargo section. I just don't know if it'll be tonight at 10.30 or tomorrow at 10.30 because it is a Sunday game. So let's keep our fingers crossed for uh, the former. So we can get some injury updates from Pep. No one wants to see footballers clutching at their groin, do they? It's just not good. No, work. I mean we've all done it, but you know, not on not on telly. <laughs> oh, I mean yeah. I could be doing it right now and you, you wouldn't have any way of knowing. I assume you are, to be honest. You've got no reason to, to <laughs> think that you're not doing that. <laughs> um and then the final team then is Newcastle. Uh, oh, like yes. you said, good like, oh, yes. good goodish performance against against Liverpool. Um yeah. shame, probably a shame they, they didn't get Probably, yeah, given the changes Liverpool made, shame they didn't get something from it. But yeah, some some good news about some of their players coming back. Yeah, we sort of played within ourselves last week. I think it was more of a exercise in containment, and then we probably realised too late that we probably could have gotten something from that game. But anyway, yeah, going into the City game, there's a couple of, of big names back or nearing a return. Uh, Trippier and Wilson have both been back in training. And Wilson's actually overtaken Trippier in terms of progression, and he's got a good chance of being in the squad, almost certainly from the bench. Trippier, it's going to be a late call because he hasn't been in every session this week. So, but they're nearing their return anyway. 
Uh, Fraser's still out with a hamstring, and Fabian Scher is the newest issue. He came off last weekend against Liverpool, and he hasn't trained all week. Um, but I don't think it was, wasn't concretely ruled out by Eddie Howe. The scans show no damage, so it's not like a fracture or anything. And he wasn't completely ruled out of, of the match. But then Howe did this previously with Fraser, and um, he hasn't featured for a while. So uh, I suspect he probably won't risk him. If he hasn't trained all week, mm. um, he might save him. Because this is a, a bit of a freebie anyway, this game away at the Eddie hand. I'm not going to be expected to get much from it. Um, so it could be uh, yeah, Lascelles coming in for, for Fabian Shaw. I just like to finish on Maximan's comments uh, to yeah. Yeah, Soford magazine that he has said have been taken out of context. Or but I, I really did enjoy this. Uh, the day I get a teammate who is able to convert the chances I create, I will have ten to fifteen successful assists every season. Ouch to Chris Wood. Uh, yeah. This will increase my profile in people's minds. My aim is to do things that leave a mark on people's minds to change the rules in a similar way to what Michael Jordan has managed to do. How great is that? Yeah, that that was mentioned by Howe as well. He's, he's going to deal with it internally and um, he's not going to um, fine him, but just sort of remind him of his responsibilities. And he and he did suggest it was taken out of context. Hilariously, though, St. Maximum um, tried to take the Twitter this afternoon to clarify his comments and basically just repeated them. Yeah. He just said the same thing again. <laughs> He said, I'm looking forward to playing with better players, just in a different way. He did, um, yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly what he said. He said, uh, the interview I did, if you take out of context, I never said anything about my teammates. I simply said I was looking forward to having an even better team <laughs> so we could progress <laughs> <Yeah>. collectively. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I love that. I love Digging himself deeper. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Neil, fantastic. Uh, slightly longer one than usual, but obviously a lot to cover. Um, biggest game week left of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, done your moves? No, it'll be it'll be probably a um, tomorrow morning job. I've got two free transfers off the off the back of that mm, wild card. Fancy. So yeah, it could be it could be Mount Kulusevski and then upgrade Mateta, who was who's my only single game week player, um, and I'm not even sure he starts because no. you know all I talk about Zaha playing through the middle, and Edward getting a look in as well. So I'm thinking of I mean if, I mean there's such drivel down that price bracket. It'll be someone like Dennis coming in for Mateta if it happens. I could I could do uh, a mount down to a cheaper mid like Martinelli and then get in um I'll have to wake up the maths in this, but maybe get in a, a Watkins or a Richarlison for um Mateta. I might not even have money for that, but mm-hmm. yeah, that'll it'll be just those two positions. There's no there's no other doubt about that. Unless we get some late injury news, my core thirteen players are set and it's just just those two. Two frees. How about yourself? You've done yours, haven't you? You've brought I've in Charleston already? Yeah, yeah, I've got rid of Barnes. Barnes and, and Adams have gone. Uh, and I brought in the double Everton boys, Gordon and Richarlison. I think that's a good move. I think that's a good move. Thanks, I can't Neil. see that backfiring. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Barnes, <laughs> Barnes gets four consecutive starts. Yeah. And... <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think it's, it's good. And it means one of the main reasons I wanted to do it was to, to keep Gamirish. Because I've got him on my bench boost oh, next right. week. Last home game against Arsenal. Oh, St. James week. is going to be... Yeah, I can't really bench boost this week. I've got Dubravka, Gamirish and, and Huang. Uh, yeah. So next week, I can, <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> next week I can get rid of Huang. I've got the Newcastle boys with a better home game at Newcastle. That's true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> I don't know who to bring in for Huang, but it'd be, it'd be someone. I was looking at Mateta, but you've worried me now with his Zaha news. So I don't really know. Someone will come in. Yep. Ah, well, good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Top one here, push. 
yeah thank you very much good luck to everyone listening thanks for watching make sure you like the video as mentioned earlier and we'll be back next week ahead of game week 37